Welcome to Rooster and the Devil, where we give you the Americans' perspective on English Premier League soccer, with hosts Brad Tyndall, Jimmy Karn, and Mike Steenstra. It is, and yes, Michael, um, to your question of, you know, talking about Spurs and how they're kind of a an almost club, right? they're not a perennial winner like if you're going to pick a premier league club yeah why don't you pick a a chelsea or a city or united but i say yes i say my tolerance is one the potential of one or two championships in my lifetime and i don't think that's crazy at spurs i think that's possible and so if i have the that possibility where it realistically is it's possible we were in the champions league final last year um, then I think, yeah, I can tolerate that. Coming as a Lions fan, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> you actually are in the running to win something? Oh, <laughs> awesome. I mean, you actually progress in the playoffs? Oh, wow. Fantastic. We're so, going to be sitting like, here in 30 years talking about like Lions fans. Like we talked about Cubs fans in like the early 2000s. Like it's been over 100 years since they've won a championship in their sport. Like, Starting over sixty. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, what what do you think? You think it's it's not? You'd rather go for someone who's for sure gonna win? Well hold on. I'm about to get a baby delivered. It's just going well. (laughs) (laughs) Well Uh, At any rate. Is is there is there any guarantee anything? I guess if we're talking about so we're talking about Bundesliga, right? Starting this this weekend, um, like table wise, right now Bayern is up four, and they've won the last seven Bundesliga titles in a row. Like uh, overall, anyone but them. I mean, overall, it's like they've won twenty eight titles, and the next closest is Mönchengladbach and Dortmund, tied with five ever. So like it's. It, <laughs> Like it's it's Munich and everybody else in the Bundesliga, and there's probably more parity now than there ever has been, just because Dortmund. It is... was a title race. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a title race at one point, but now, like, yeah, Bayern's got a four point lead. How many games left? Thirteen games left. There's still enough yeah, time to choke lead. it away, I guess. But yeah, I don't know. And then, so like, what are the? Does Bayern play Borussia Dortmund once more and Leipzig once more and? I don't know. These are all questions to dive into. Absolutely. I think we're all just excited for, for soccer, right? Like, I think we can have, like, pick our personal favorites and just Americanize the shit out of it. But like, at the end of the day, like, when the season's over and, you know, and inevitably someday things are back to normal, like, I'm going to be back to reading everything Manchester United. And if I catch, you know, a German league game on, on Fox Sports, especially if there's an American player playing, like, awesome. If if not, like I'm not super concerned about it. I mean, do you th- what will your interest level be? Will you be like on uh, the same plane as Premier League on a Saturday morning this Saturday when we wake up with soccer? I, if there's a you know say like, um, and you guys are familiar with this, right? Like the last couple of years, you guys have been in Champions League. 
And, you know, a lot of times you get like bumped to like that Sunday game just to like, you know, help spread the days out for European competition. Like Saturday, I don't want to necessarily always watch Brighton Burnley or um, games like that. And if I find out that like, Hey, it's a, uh, you know, Dortmund Munich weekend or something like that. Like shit. All right. Dial me up some German league. Like that sounds, that sounds awesome. I, I, I remember <clears throat> when I first moved back from Georgia, I remember going to the bar specifically to watch the champions league final between Dortmund and Munich. And that was when Klins, or I'm sorry, not Klinsman, um, Klopp was still at Dortmund. That game was fucking exciting as hell. Like I loved that. That was, that was a lot of fun. That was actually at Wembley. Um, like that was a that was a fun game. There are good teams, really good players in the German league, but I don't know. I don't feel as comfortable, you know, week to week in and week out that I'm gonna go turn on like a Wolfsburg, uh, um, Schalke game. Stuttgart. Stuttgart, yeah. Or I mean, uh, first of all, what do you have to have Fox Sports to watch these games? I think Fox is, that is where the we're going for United States. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, and I think FS1, they have a full slate. They have a full slate of games too. I think they have a couple channels they throw on Bundesliga games, right? FS1, FS2, yeah, and then mid the main Fox Sports, which is like the network. I think mm. every now and then you'll get one like on yeah. Fox, like if it's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go? Like, go. Yeah. No, just Fox Sports would be like NBC. Right, NBC yep. Sportsnet would be like FS1, and FS2 would be like NBC Sports Gold. Yes. Maybe. Yep. That's uh, I, I think it's I a like analogy. It. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about some? Uh, for for me, it's just like, would you equate Bayern Munich to Manchester United as this Daily Mail article? And I, the devil went down to Georgia. I, I wrote that down because you said That's I just good. got back from Georgia. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Oh, at least we got at least we got a catchy title. Um, <laughs> I mean, I guess like it's it's fair just like I, oh, as far as two thousands ago. Right? I mean, just because Manchester United won a bunch of titles, but um, I mean, really, we're talking like you know, inevitably Liverpool, whether Premier League plays out the season or they just crown them, Liverpool's gonna get their nineteenth. I would say like historically. Um, Liverpool would also be in that conversation, but um, I liked the the article that you're referring to. I like their comparison to Dortmund, not just because of the the clap thing, but just because of the you know the stadium and the fans and and everything else. They're, Dortmund is a historic club, so I would say Bayern is fair, just because they they seem to be like the club that everyone's after. Like just in the Premier League, everyone loves sticking it to United and has been dancing on their grave the last seven years, and so. They yeah, Jim. They won. They won an FA Cup. They won the, you know, Europa League. Yeah, but you got to understand, like, even dead. You got to understand, like, so when Ferguson when Ferguson left, like, we had won like close to like seven of the last eight. Like, you talk about like like being tired of City winning it, you know, um, like the last few years. Like, we won it like three years in a row, like early, like at one point. It was I think, well, intolerable. I think it was like eight of ten years or something like that at one point. I don't know. It's just like it's 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 totally different. I remember watching all that. I remember thinking like, all right, so how many points are we gonna win by this season? And that's 
it's it's such a douchey thing to say for any fans that you know are like sitting there like oh I'd love to have a trophy. It's just different, like right, like everyone wants to kill United because yeah. everyone still remembers United being that United. So when I say dancing on the grave, they're not dead by any means, but they're not winning every other season either. So it's fair. It's fair. We were talking about it before we started recording, just how dominant Bayern Munich has been. Like Manchester United's nowhere near that level of dominant. There's no force like Bayern Munich in the Premier League. No. What did What did we say? Uh, did, I don't know if we said it already in the podcast. Like 28 titles, the next closest is five. Did we say that already? No, yes. that was before we turned on. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I think, uh, <laughs> and they've won. And they've won eight in a row. Uh, if it, yeah, if we haven't said already, like it's it's worth it's worth noting. It's kind of like uh, um, recent memory Juventus and and Serie A, right? Just dominating the shit out of the league. Um, and I feel like that's why, you know, when we talk about like some outsiders coming in, being like, oh, like oh, cool, uh, RB Leipzig or not RB, yeah, RB Leipzig, like yeah, like come on, they they seem like you know a team that could challenge Munich and push them. And as an outsider, we're like, that's sweet. But then you read the article about, like, German League fans hate RB Leipzig. Okay, I, I get it. Like, you know, it goes against, like, their model and the way <clears throat> the Bundesliga has been set up in the past. And I can see that. But It's a also, 50 plus one rule or something like that. They found, like, a loophole in that. Mm-hmm. Is that what's going on there? Can you explain that rule? Uh, not in enough detail. I'm, I'm going to sound ignorant if I, if I do. Um, basically like, uh, like it, it is, uh, the, the, way anyway. it's designed, the way it's designed is to eliminate, <laughs> eliminate, you know, conglomerates from coming in and just owning everything and dominating everything. Like, so like city group with Man City or the Glazers at United or, um, I can't remember the name of the group that owns Spurs. Um, but like without coming in and just having a dictatorship, like, so to speak, or, uh, you know, um, controlling everything. So what is it? Uh, what did I read today that there's some group that owns like 49.9 percent? Um, yeah, the supporters. It's like group. the most. Yeah, and that's what you can yeah. own. Um, so it's it's a little different that way, right? It's you know the fans have a bigger voice in German league football. It's for the fans by the fans, and they felt like RB Leipzig, with Red Bull being a you know conglomerate, is just spitting in the face of that, like buying their way to the top, so to speak. Um, I feel like yeah, Premier but, League fans were kind of used to that, right? Like, yeah, um, as non-Germans, I don't think everyone's like, yeah. "Don't be a Leipzig fan, don't be a Leipzig fan." But I mean, Tyler Adams is probably the best USMNT product in the Bundesliga. One could argue right now. They Timo Werner is yet. just sick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it's, exactly. so you can't be, you know, fully plastic. They haven't won anything yet, right? Well, no, you're just fully plastic because they're Champions League uh, tested yeah. and tough as tested we i mean yeah, this was their first you know they beat tottenham's ass yeah it wasn't it was hard a little disappointing it is a little disappointing that you don't get to see how far they could go or a team like uh atalanta from syria mm-hmm. that you know upset um was it valencia in the first round um yep not to mention spreading the coronavirus accelerated wise throughout yeah. lombardy yeah. um <laughs> that well, article yeah, like, yeah. can be as flaming as it wants but no one knew what the freaking no. virus was at that point. No, you can't place any responsibility. By the way, it's Enoch uh, Group or Corp that owns Tottenham, and it's Joe okay. Lewis, who's the main billionaire. Yes. Thank and you. then Levy yep. is a partner in Enoch, E-N-I-C Group. Um, it's like a 
collaboration of bros. Probably just but, he, but, but Levy is the Levy is like the soccer Epstein. end of it, right? Like he's he's the charge, chairman, so to speak. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's in charge of operations. You got it, Daniel freaking Levy. Mm. I feel so like speaking. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, no, go. No, I was just oh. gonna say. I feel like Levy gets as much shit from Spurs fans sometimes for how he conducts his business as, um, like Edward Wood takes a lot of shit too. And maybe Edward Wood has made some really bad decisions, but at the same time, the off the field stuff, like the amount of money that Man United like has accelerated making because of Edward Wood's decisions kind of mirrors, I think in my point, like to Dana Levy, you know, driving a new stadium, driving like these deals, like, whether like Spurs are in a better position on the field, but also off the field long term, they're probably in a better position than they were. And I feel like sometimes it's it's hard to ignore the money side, even if you're frustrated with what we, what might be going on on the field. I just wanted to say that out loud. But I'm with you. I'm with you. I I think he's fantastic overall. Shrewd, shrewd. Yeah. I like a shrewd man. The new stadium though is not going to be filled for the next, I would guess, year. Easily. Yeah, they already they already canceled the NFL international games. Um, yeah, it sucks. White Hart, old White Hart Lane would have been a little better right now for the for the next couple of years. <laughs> I think it'd that be stadium was supposed to be you, a cash cow. I think it'd be. Mean, right. You think they're not going to fill it up like when they're when like state you know crowds are back? I they think will. they will, but I don't think crowds are going to be back for a long. Oh yeah, time. yeah. No, no, you're right. I think they will. You're saying they shouldn't point. have built it. At that point, yeah. Well, no, I mean, no. I feel like human beings are so stubborn at some point we're just going to be like, nah, okay. fuck, the, fuck the dead. We're going back to sports. And like, whether or not that's fair, like, it, like, it seems, you know, it, if anything in history repeats itself is that money talks. And when it comes down to it, like these, you know, lobbyists and whatever else in these governments will get these people to start moving on and whatever they want them to move on and spit in the face of science and and anything else that disagrees with them getting back to normal. So it's all insanity. What's going on? Not, not one man can solve it. Not a, not a devil in his uh, living room in uh, Kalamazoo and certainly hey, not Donald I'm, Trump. <laughs> the devil, the devil's feeling a little saucy, yeah. but devil made a mistake and he drank a vodka drink and Ooh. Michael remembers how the vodka drink ends. So <laughs> vodka time. Yeah, I think it's humanity though too. It's not. It's not just money. I mean, that's you have to open the stadium, so it's I guess at least some portion on them. But people still have to make the decision to come to the games, and that's human true. beings. Human beings want to. Human beings don't want to sit in their house. They just yeah. Don't. We want to spread uh, our wings. We want. We want to do it, and we're willing to take risks to do so. Yeah. All There's, the time. We do it every day. We do it every day. Yeah, hopping on a motorcycle. Not to this extent, but you do it all the time. So it's humanity too. It's it's a two-way street. This, this is the, this is where humanity and money like hits an intersection. Though is when humanity demands that you open the stadium, and money demands you open the stadium, and then that happens, and then humanity dies, and lawsuits make people lose money because right now there's no legal precedent (laughs) for, you know, the level of. Well, you know, this so-and-so made it because my, my dad died because he got coronavirus. But even though he chose to go to the game, like there's yep. – the, that's yeah. what that's what the first wave is. I think that's probably what a lot of people are scared of initially. Open the stadium. More, though than, more so than people getting sick, 
is like how do we where is the legal liability for people attending yeah, games dude. it's fascinating and that's and that's the money that's the check and balance on the money side right mm-hmm. and it's sad that that's the check and balance but it's like i don't want to get sued for opening up the stadium you know it, it, I, just attorneys like I, I know a lot of attorneys i know a lot of attorneys but our attorneys are the fucking worst man my boss is an attorney my mentor is an attorney but like if we didn't have fucking attorneys, we wouldn't have to worry about that shit. For people yeah. suing, you know, they're just sitting, waiting on these cases, like, ready to go. Ready to go. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. I'm, a, I'm a coronavirus ass. specialist. Sue their ass. That's what you do. I'm a lawyer. I specialize in coronavirus cases. <laughs> there be a whole, I'm sure case law is already, yeah, they're already moving yeah. on it. Guaranteed. Yeah. But... Yeah, it's it's too bad that all these decisions have to be made. It'd be nice if this thing just wasn't around, but it is. It, it really is. is. It's very around. So very. we were talking Champions League, and that's the next best battle in uh, Bundesliga. So let's assume Bayern wins. They're only up four points, so you never know. But mm-hmm. assume it wins, and that, that spot for top four in Bundesliga is pretty close, although it's like a five-team it's four teams for three spots right now. Dortmund, yes. Leipzig, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. Mönchengladbach. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Bayer Leverkusen, who are the apparently the German Spurs. <laughs> yes. Just call them BM. Like, Sunny. Uh, call them BM. BM. <laughs> BM, yeah. yeah. Oh, but, uh, the, other Munich, the other Munich team, essentially. Yeah, yeah, they're from Munich. That I like that. Like, part of me wanted to be a a, a BM fan, but I can't even say the name, so I just got to shorten it to hey, BM. So I can't hey, pick that. Hey man, up until up until 2019, I was still calling it Aston Villa, not Aston Villa. So you can pronounce it however the fuck you want. Mm. No, that's a tough one. It's a tough one. Yeah, yeah Leverkusen. That'd be fun. Sonny's old squad. Yeah, it's a it's a reason. Uh, Leverkusen has uh, so uh, Kai Havertz. He's a German player. He's like twenty, a center attacking mid, incredibly talented, like underrated, talented. Not probably getting talked about enough when we talk about some of these young guys that are out there. Like in a in a, in a non coronavirus world, like you're probably looking at between a hundred to two hundred million for his transfer this summer. Um, I don't know what it'll be like or how things are going to look now, but um, super talented. The other player for Leverkusen is a, a winger and of all things, Jamaican um, Leon Bailey, awesome. incredibly fast, um, super, like super talented. Um, loves taking guys one-on-one um, Leverkusen is fun to watch. They have some young talent there. So um, if you're going to watch a Leverkusen game, look for both of those names uh, amongst others, but like those two stand out for me. Mm. I'm in. Yeah, he was talking me right into Sold. it. Sold. <laughs> so yeah. let's look at some of these other uh, comparisons that Daily Mail here has. So, full, you know, this is the yes. kind of podcast you're listening to. Uh, yes, we take Daily Mail articles <laughs> very seriously. Um, <laughs> tier one. Tier, it's, tier it's a rooster in the devil us. tier one provider. <laughs> we have a different tiering system. <laughs> so. Good. Daily, from the uh, Daily Mail, Borussia Dortmund equals Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp, the connection there, pretty much. 
Um, do you think that's an accurate comparison? Yeah, it's super intense uh, home venue, Anfield, um, compared to uh, Signal Aduna Park, I believe. You know, the yellow wall, uh, like uh, which is what the Spurs Stadium is modeled after, right? Is that that yep. huge tier? Um, actually, uh, Dortmund's home stadium is the largest stadium in. Uh, actually, I can't say that's true, but they're they're one of the largest stadiums. They actually have the highest average attendance. That's what I meant to say. Highest average attendance um, in Europe for for home games. Um, they're not the biggest. I think uh, Camp Nou is, but uh, I believe that that's true. That doesn't matter. I can say whatever I want. No one's fact checked me yet, so. I feel like it's over Dortmund. 60. It's big. Yeah. It's, Dortmund it's, eight, it's 80. They average Damn. like 81,000 80. like 81, for their home games. It's top um, in the looks world. looks industrious, think, right? doesn't it? Yeah, it does. On the outside, it, it certainly does. Um, yeah. But that, the, like, the yellow, like, the, again, the yellow wall is so imposing because it's, you know, like, you know, like Spurs, it's, you know, like 20 or 30,000 on a straight stand that goes up, but it's that's so insane. steep, you know, it's just, um, crazy imposing. So like, that's where, you know, the supporters sit, that's where you get like the, the TAFOs and, and all the signs and everything else is just, it's just wild. So it's definitely for me, it's on a bucket list of, of stadiums. That I'd love to see in Europe. Like that one's definitely, you know, top five for me. Um, I'm looking at a picture now and I, it looks like a champions league night. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Like that, like that. If if uh, Pulisic was still there, they'd be an easy choice. For me Reynos before. there. Hey, Gio, Gio, Gio Reynos there. Yeah. So, he's... so we got uh, RB Leipzig, Manchester City. What do you think Nico would think of that? Accurate. That would make a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of, bun- bunch of plastic yet, fans. Though. Yeah, but they're winning. <laughs> but they're like they're money like, injection. They're like Man City's. Yeah. They're Man City circa like 2008, but the difference is I think that like RB, RB, the whole RB thing is like a workaround because you can't have corporate sponsors in your name, so you can't say Red Bull. Um, but RB uh, is doing it differently, right? So like they're not going out like so when Man City first came, like got their money, they went out and spent like a shit ton of money and bought Robinho. Um, people who don't remember Robinho, go watch highlights. He was really good at the time. He was from Real Madrid. Spent a bunch of money. Him went out and bought uh, Sergio Aguero, um, David Silva. Like they they went out and spent a bunch of money. Whereas Leipzig has been doing it, you know, buying guys essentially on the cheap, but young guys and developing then, like, build- them through their many clubs. <laughs> Correct. Yes. So I think I think that it's it may be a little less fair that way, but I, I get it. You know the the sort of plastic hatred, which is unfair because. City were like the sixth club to do that in the Premier League. Like, if you're going to talk plastic, you got to start with like Chelsea, um, in my mind. Uh, but that's just me. Well, that's actually a good segue here because Chelsea apparently is Borussia Mönchengladbach. BM. <laughs> BM. Anybody know yeah, anything about that? Everson's going to be perfect. Um, yeah. It's not a one for one, right? But. I think so, most yeah. of them made sense so far. I don't know a lot about BMs though. Just yeah, Julian Green, that's another team. Or Fabian, yeah. yeah, fuck. Fabian wrong. Johnson. I was wrong. 
Fabian Wrong. Johnson. He's an old 32, 32-year-old USMNT guy, Klinsman fan. fan. Do you, uh, he was, uh, you know, I don't know what I'm saying right now. They're in first place in Bundesliga. Just like the That's the only comparison needed is that they are fourth in the Bundesliga. Chelsea's fourth in the Premier League. But there we can go. just end the comparison right there. We ever we already talked about Bayer Leverkusen and Tottenham. Yep. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Schalke Everton. That's a probably. They're both blue. But they're like similar, they, right? They're fighting for Europa League a lot of the times, and then every. Schalke was in time. Champions League recently, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they can so. tend they can tend to fall down a little bit too, right? It's so like Everton at one point earlier this year was like quote unquote in a relegation battle. It since bounced back, but um, last year Schalke was in the same position in the Bundesliga. They were way down. Um, you know, I, I want to say they finished like 14th or something like that. There's only 18 teams in the yeah. Bundesliga, so only two um, relegations too, which is uh, interesting. And then the 16th actually plays a relegation playoff with the top of the Bundesliga too. That's fun. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Marco Silva. Marco Silva. That's who started. Fired? Yeah, they got Carlo yeah. Carlo Ancelotti now. Like, Ancelotti, uh, yeah. He's coached Everton really, man, really big teams. Yeah. I was oh, yeah. making some Everton. sense. And McKenny, you gotta shout out McKenny, of course. I don't know if West he has team. a legit position yet. He's kind of floating all over for Schalke his whole career. Oh, well, it sounds like he's gonna end up in kind of like a. Like a Sissoko plus role, maybe like a more of a, I don't know, in between him and Tangi kind of role. Very athletic, this this mm-hmm. Weston. Uh, speaking of Tangi, what are, what are your thoughts of the chatter so far in this weird coronavirus offseason? Me? I, I just can't wait. I just can't wait to, like, just you saying the names, I, it gets me excited. I just. <laughs> I really miss it a lot. Uh, Tangi, yeah, he's going to stay. You you think Levy's going to admit he was wrong and send away a record signing after a season? No, he's not going to do that. So just but, stop it, Twitter. I, yeah, I agree. I completely agree. But the numbers that you're hearing tossed around for him are like, well, you know. I still believe that he's, I still believe he's worth that easily. And so yeah. – I, I think it's still going to be a long-term good investment, and I think they're going to figure out his fitness. And the, you know, 20, 30 minutes a game, it's like, wow. Yeah. Uh, so He's if we can special. get that to a little more, like, he can He's break apart the defense. Player. I mean, mm, yeah. Special. He special. looked – I mean, everyone was on LaCelso's D for the second half of the season, but and, and rightly so. He played excellent, but Tangy yeah. – was really the star the whole time. Every time you saw him on the field, even when he was getting the the appear like the twenty thirty minute appearances, it was it was game changing to have him out there. Well, I think it was that's how it was I little, Yeah, it was a little unfair too, right? Because he's like you know kind of half battling injury and like fitness most of the season and injury. And everyone everyone made like a huge point out of like you know him and Mourinho, blah blah blah, whatever was going on, and then. Like, the crazy thing is, is, like, if they were, you know, butting heads so hard, then why did Mourinho get in trouble for being out for a one-on-one workout with Tangi? Like, if, you know, if they didn't like each other, why would they even bother in a 
coronavirus world to go out and risk that. So I think that media, yeah, it's just, you know, yeah. And you have to also consider that Sissoko, who is a, a world beater in the sense that he actually beats the world. Like he, he bruises people. He's not a world beater. Like he's a world-class talent, but he's a great he does player. a lot of the dirty work, a lot of the dirty work, a lot of these recovering runs, um, a lot of long dribbles and, and, I mean, he's physical, and Tengi's not going to be your physical lockdown center defensive mid. He's going to be in a, somebody who wants to advance the ball. You got Harry Winks and Eric Dyer, who's all out of sorts. That's really all we Eric had. Eric Dyer, get him out. Time. I know. Up, I love Eric man. Dyer though. Times, dude. The Chelsea you gotta be ruthless, video. Alone. Man, you got to be ruthless. You got to get rid the of players of like bridge. that. No, I love oh, Dyer. Someone get out of here. No, he's not with good Dele enough. Know, you're you're talking about next level. You want to win titles right. and trophies. Like, get him off the field. He's not good. Just a fact. He isn't anymore. He got the whole was, year. I feel like that's throwing a lot of shade for a team that's been pretty thin just because of the ability to spend the last couple of years. Like, that is a depth guy. Maybe he shouldn't start. I agree. But, you know, as far as somebody's going to, like, at least try hard, like, I. Yeah, for like FA cup games, sure. He's just good to have, like, if he's going to try hard, if he's, like, if his, you know, uh, practice sessions are as intense as his ability to be on the field, then he's going to push everybody else on that team to be better. Like, whether or not he's going to contribute on the field or to the end product, that's different versus him pushing everyone in training to be better, or at least being, like, an energizer bunny. I don't know. I'm just... I guess it's unfair what I said earlier, actually, because he had... He had plenty of moments where he was a capable player. I don't know. That's where I was going is the Mauricio Pochettino squad of 15-16 and 16-17 was a fucking fortress with Eric Dyer playing both center back and center defensive mid plugging in and then Vertonghen and mm-hmm. Elderberald. And it was they, they were the Leicester year that Leicester won. They were top two for sure defensive record. And goals allowed and all that, all those stats. And I think 16, 17 as well. But I agree, Michael. He's dropped off a, a lot, a lot. That was, when, that was when United even tried to come in and buy him. And they're like, no. Yeah. Like, they were talking about like $50 million. And like, that was a Take fair shit value at that point. This is yeah. Jose, right? Yeah. Uh, it was, it was. Came in. Yeah. It was well, Jose really likes Eric Dyer. It was all the, the Sky Sports and all that well, stuff. Well, why are you yeah. guys so surprised that when Jose came in, that all of a sudden Eric Dyer came out of the fucking mist? <laughs> he did, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm here with my bald head. <laughs> he was hurt last year, right? He's been hurt Yeah, and then he got, he, he was hurt in the beginning of the year last year, and then he was recovering and very weak just after the surgery from the injury. And then he got appendicitis like two weeks into his recovery. So his body was like dying for the entire year. Um, just no fitness. Fair. Anyway, Eric Dyer tangent. Wow. Yeah. Good. Well, it's because yeah. Yeah. Bundesliga will be fun to have back, but it will, but premier league is still depth and everything. Jimmy, what are you looking at with regard to United? I mean, healing up, right. That's an interesting, facet of this thing if it does come back all the players quote-unquote are healthy what about like marcus what are you looking forward to if it does come back and then i want to know i want to put it to you after that do you think what do you think is going to happen as far as are they going to come back i think he's going to church (laughs) 
yeah, I'm still I'm still worried about. It. Luckily, uh, you know, you still can't go to church, so that's a good thing. Um, <laughs> you gotta stream. You gotta stream it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'll 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 turn it on. That doesn't bother me. It doesn't have to listen. Um, I don't even no. do that. Oh gosh, like I don't I don't have anyway, time. I don't, I don't even go, go. get into the emails my wife sent. Anyway, um, so. <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> maybe, maybe later. I want to. As far as as far as uh, United, like I think that so for me, yeah, obviously pe- getting people healthy is like a whole thing. Like getting Rashford healthy, like seeing him play with Bruno Fernandez would be super exciting. Um, but also like what is what does an off season look like now? Because I feel like I, I talked about this last year, how you know we brought Pogba back and it was one of those things like, Hey man, give us the year and we'll sell you next summer. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and that was before yeah. the market fell out on, on everything. So what is, what is this off season look like? They put a salary cap on. They, they said they're not going to, gonna, like, yeah, they're not going to pay. Any they have to. Um, it, it's, it's the same reason that we're going to end up next year that I'm going to be sitting there bitching about, paying Alexis Sanchez 400,000 pounds a week to not even be on the bench. Cause we won't be able to get rid of him. He's not going to take a pay cut, which he, in his case, like, why would you like, why would you take a pay cut at this point in your career? You know, you're 32, you've been injured, take your 400,000 pounds a week. You don't I think he'll don't... be out on loan? Like, so you'll get some money back. <laughs> they can't. You, so, you know, that we're paying more than half of his wages for him to play enter. Yes. But, but, at least you're not paying all of his wages for sitting on the bench. We're still, pay- we're still paying. We're we're paying more of his wages this season than you guys are paying Harry Kane. That's right. disappointing. To play for somebody else. Yes. <laughs> um, well, play. He stinks. Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah, um, he scored a goal, I think. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see. Like, I guess the Pog, but the Pogba thing is a bit, the biggest interest me because. You know, he's under contract till 2021, and if we want to make it so, we can make it 2022. Um, you know, if he looks at it and figures out, like, hey, Real Madrid's off the table because of, you know, this. Um, Juventus is off the table because of this. Um, is he going to turn around? Because, like, like I said, a motivated Pogba is an incredibly talented one. Um mm. Mm. He, he's really good. If you, if you go back and watch the World Cup 2018, watch Pogba play. He's when he wants to be, he can be the only top ten players in the world. Um, but you, yeah, you that's put, two years ago, and he doesn't want to be. You don't know that. He just doesn't want to be. But he can be. Like that's the thing. He's not. It's not he like he's not working. It doesn't matter. Like you motivate him with money. Like absolutely. If you put a he's good player spot on him. Not motivated by how much he's making at Manchester fucking United, one of the biggest clubs in the world. Because he doesn't want to be there. Because he thought that the option was that he could leave to go to somewhere else to make more money. That's 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 what Mino Rayola does. Is when he has the biggest players, he will turn your head that he can continue to move to get bigger wages. And Juventus, and Juventus in the past, the reason they they can gather so many players is because they're paying outrageous wages. Like. They're paying Aaron Ramsey right now like two hundred eighty thousand uh, euros a week, which is out <laughs> fucking outrageous. Um, so like, it? so like in the in the meantime, like Minorello is gonna be like, 
hey, Paul, you, know, you want to go back to Juventus? You know, you know they're winning and they'll pay you lots of money, and I get I get a lot of money when you transfer, um, or it's good for your image or whatever. Like, sure. If you if you eliminate the if like which which is what the coronavirus is doing, you're eliminating the financial possibilities because it's eliminating the club's ability to do so. Um, and if you turn around and look and still say that, like at the end of the day, United is still a top five club when it comes to market presence worldwide. And I'm not going to be able to go make the transfer fee to go do this at Juventus or whatever, but I can stay here. United is still going to pay me a bunch of money and my marketing opportunities with Adidas, I think is who he's marketed by, which is also United is going to pay me X number of dollars because United still has this huge presence. Money still talks. He's still only 26, 27. Um, yeah, it's so, true. But and he, and he, if he's healthy, which he's done with a surgery, shitty mentality. It's such a shitty it, mentality. Like you're on the you're on now, it and it's and it's the reason. <sighs> it's the reason why I would tell you that like I was okay with selling him as long as we're getting market value. But I'm not like it doesn't make sense to give him away. Like because everyone knows this. Everyone knows that if you get a motivated Pogba. Like if he went and played with Zidane, which was what he wants, um, you're going to get a really fucking good Pogba at Real Madrid, but Real Madrid doesn't have any money anymore to, to buy him because of the coronavirus. Unless they're able to figure out some crazy trade, which I, I don't want to take on all your bad contracts uh, from Real Madrid. Um, you know, that's, that's the big what if, I guess, for me, for United. Like the guys that we have, like Sans Pogba, like the, the players that we're talking about, the young guys, like, I am excited. I'm still excited about all of that. Yeah. Like, all of that is super promising to me. I think Fernandez is Fernandez is the guy. Like everything I've read, it like mentality wise is exactly what I want from like a leader. Like it is he he wants to win and his drive is to win and he does so in a way that the guys that he plays with like him and will play with him and for him because he's gonna make everyone else around him better. So I mean, if you can. Uh, I, I'm sorry, because I'm all still pumped up on the fucking great. last dance. Uh, like if you yeah. if you say that like he is going, if he is super talented and he's going to take Pogba, which is our our Dennis Rodman, like he's super talented. All you got to do is get him to focus. That's for a good analogy. Five, all you got to do is get him to fucking focus for five seconds. Like he's going to dominate, and your team is going to dominate. Like that's that's all you got to do is just get him to focus for five minutes. And if he wants to go out to fucking Vegas for seventy two hours and disappear, fine, just come back and play. I, that's um, I think that there's so much positive going forward there. It's just the big what if, like, and it, I don't want it to be a distraction to all of these other positive young things we're doing. It's and you a have long Pogba. way of answering that. That was yeah. great. That's that was, uh, yeah. excellent. You have Pogba is treating it like a contract year for an NFL player, right? Like, mm-hmm. I have to sustain my brand. I have to sustain the fine. I maybe it's a year and a half out now that that Real will recover, or two and a half two years out in the meantime, I need to sustain my level of play so that I continue to be attractive for these other squads. And it's a damn good place to be for the time being. Let's go. You know, that's, that's the problem with modern day sports though. You don't get Michael Jordan anymore because all the players are worried about their next contract. Like it's athletes have turned selfish in the modern era. Hurricane. Hurricane. There's still, there's still a lot of guys out there that play like that play because they just have like some crazy competitive drive. Like, and maybe those guys aren't the stars all the time anymore. Um, I la- like, I did laugh when you sent that text earlier, uh, Michael, about Ibra. 
and he is, you know, in this day and age, old guard. <laughs> but like, yeah, I get it. Like, I, I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was perfect because he, like, you are hearing some of that stuff coming out of LA Galaxy about this guy, like these guys didn't get along with Zlatan, blah blah blah. Well, Zlatan's one shit because he fucking, you know, has that mentality. He cares. He's a he, killer. He does. He he is a killer, and he's not not the same killer. He's like. He's like Jordan on the Wizards killer, but like, you know, like it, he's he still likes. got the mentality, like pushes people yeah. to be better. And that's not always our stars anymore. And I think that's where some of the nostalgia comes from. But um, I'm hoping yeah. the last dance inspires athletes to be more like Jordan, but we'll see. Because oh, it is so, inspiring to see the so way he's so determined ruthless. to win. Yeah. So ruthless. Like that is, it, it's, it's great. And I think that. I think that Harry Kane is the competitive side of ruthless without being like the actual verbal ruthless that, that Jordan is. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like you, you know, like I would like, whether it's fair or not, I would put Harry Kane more in the Tom Brady category where like everything I do is solely focused on making sure that I'm in the best position I can be to, uh, to win and also make people around me, win and drive them to win but it's different than than jordan the way he drove guys around him like it doesn't mean it's any less competitive it's just yeah. not as it's just not as like like i'm gonna crush your throat while you're sleeping ruthless it's like i'm just going unless, to unless outwork you, play you. Defense. <laughs> right yeah you just want yeah, to win. The, the last dance is yeah it's a beautiful coronation and I, i'm glad that eyeballs are on it right now um, during the coronavirus because you, I'm seeing a lot of people and hearing from people that they're younger than me, right? They're 15 or they're 20. They're like, wow, I didn't know he was such a maniac and so obsessed with winning and like his drive. And it's all he talks about is winning. He doesn't talk about any bullshit. I'm like, yeah, that's, he's got one sole focus. Well, that's I think it. that's the, that's the craziest part. Like, uh, listen, I mean, we're getting basketball wise. I apologize. Who cares? Like, no one, they, um, they listen at this point because they like us, right. so yeah, they're about so, to turn it off right now, so fuck we, them. We, we have we have that <laughs> conversation all the time, like, amongst our generation, like, and I feel like we're not even, like, we're not even that old, but we'll, like, there's more people, at, like, at our age that are going to defend, like, Jordan is the best versus LeBron, blah, blah, blah. And I think that the difference is that like, people forget that, like, even for people in our generation, Jordan was drafted before I was born. So, like, I didn't really watch him, like, play games like you like you see the highlights and like and stuff like that but like i i read an article about this guy that that's this, young yeah i remember re- reading an article about this this agent who for his young client said i want you to go back and i want you to watch in the entirety the playoff game in 1986 when jordan you know uh 85 game two was, against the celtics yes against 63. the celtics yeah. yes and he said he yeah. said watch the entire game because it's not just the highlights, it's everything he does in between. And I think that's the part that, like, you know, our generation misses is that we see and hear the mythology of Jordan, but we're watching LeBron on a, on a nightly basis. And so like, oh, LeBron's great. You didn't, you didn't watch Jordan play the entire game. You didn't see everything that he did. It's, it's more like, you know, I'm down, I don't want to listen to these old guys tell me about how good he was. Like, you have to watch it to understand. And, like, you're getting glimpses of that. It's still not the same as go back and watch the whole game. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. What did Will Bond say? He there's two comparisons. Muhammad Ali. What was the other one? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth. 
And that's a- accurate. I mean, Jordan. Yeah, it's it's mm. insane to watch. I, I'm I'm all bad. I love him. I love Michael Jordan. And I was a Knicks fan in the '90s, and I still love Michael. <laughs> I had all Bulls stuff, and and the the Bulls colors too. Like, let's just shout that out for a moment. Black, red, and white. It just looks beautiful. It looks it looks great. It's anybody, a, including including colors. Manchester United. No, nah, too much red. It's too much ah. red. Look at yeah, it's, Look it's period blood it's amount of red. I was a Pistons fan and loved Michael Jordan. I wrote a, a damn speech about Michael Jordan. It was a fifth grade elementary speech contest, and you would start at your local classroom, and then they'd up it to the entire school, and then they'd up it to the entire district. And uh, it was the the first year was uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? I said teacher, and I got second place. And fifth grade was who is your hero? And everyone's doing Jackie Robinson and Harriet fucking Tubman and Abraham <laughs> Lincoln and JF, JFK, you know, Sojourner Truth. And I'm like, I'm gonna do Michael Jordan. And my teachers Whitney. are like, you will lose, you will lose. That is no judges are gonna. That's not gonna resonate with anybody. You're going up against JFK. But I won the whole damn thing. And I started it out with North Carolina, the shot is how I started off. And I like, I, I like moved away from the, the pulpit and like, or whatever the fuck you call it. And like did an impression of it. And then that, that caught their attention and it worked out beautifully. It worked out beautifully. It, you know, it was really fun in episode one to see the North Carolina days. I, for yes. some reason thought he only played freshman year before the last dance. I think he yeah. went to junior year, didn't he? Yeah, he, he did. He played, he played three years in college. Like That's the thing. Like, yeah. When he retired in, after the three-peat, he'd only been in the league nine years, and he was 31. Like, yes. like Young. after after nine years, LeBron was in his prime. You know, yep. like he was LeBron 27 was like years 20, old. Yeah, 27. <laughs> yeah. Crazy, man. Yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a different comparison, a different uh, The players different are world. so entitled now. It, it, it was also interesting to see how many, how many empty seats there were in playoff games in in the Bulls when uh, when Jordan first got there. Like basketball wasn't that popular. The old Chicago Stadium and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, Chicago, yeah. like Chicago, like my uh, so my father-in-law, um, so my wife, like my wife, um, is from the very farthest west side that you can get. Like they are literally like ninety minutes to the south side of Chicago. So like. She grew up all Chicago sports fan. My my father-in-law is a huge Chicago sports fan. Um, he he told me he's like growing up, like he went to, uh, not to get super old, but like he went to Disco Demolition, which was a doubleheader between the White Sox and the Tigers in the yes. 1970s. And there was a, they they exploded a bunch of records in the middle of center field between the games. <laughs> yeah. And there was a yeah. he was at that game. Like what? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. Look up crazy look up story. Disco look Demolition after this, Michael. Yeah. Dude. Uh, look at he was he was 15 years old. He was at that game. So like huge Chicago crazy. sports fan. Um, like he grew up going to Bulls games and stuff like that. He's like he's like he's like I'm telling you. He's like the Bulls were terrible. Like like the the late 70s, early 80s Bulls were like not good. Like they they sucked. Like there was nothing, no reason for you to watch. You know and and so like even when the Bulls first got Jordan, it was kind of like, nah, yep. okay. You and know they drafted so, Michael Jordan. Amazing. Yeah. It took him a while to get going too. It took him a couple of years, um, but anyway, we're looking up disco demolition. Let's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm into it now. They were lighting uh, records on fire in center field, and then some sort yeah. of riot. Yeah, yeah there's a riot. Yeah. There's a huge riot. Yeah. 
Classic America in the seventies. Yeah. Having a riot. When was this riot we had? It's been a while. Remember when we used to be able to watch sports? Yeah, Baltimore. Anyway. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. This got weird. We covered United. We covered (laughs) covered Spurs. (laughs) Covered Bundesliga. We covered United coming back. But, uh, Jimmy, you didn't give me your prediction on what you think is actually going to occur. Because I, I like a recurring prediction. You know, we, we asked that question 20 minutes ago. I don't think that the clubs will be able to come to an agreement upon how games will be played. And inevitably, Liverpool will be crowned champions. Outside of Liverpool being crowned champions, everything else that comes with that, like from the Premier League on down, all the way down to the National League, where I can't remember what club it is, is um, fine to get back into. Because, uh, you know, the National League is outside of the FA. It's uh, um, when you, like, uh, oh, like, uh, like Salford City, you know, the club that we talked about, like, got into League Two for the mm-hmm. first time ever. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a whole different organization. So, like, all the way down to the National League, how they're going to deal with promotion into league two um all of the relegation promotion stuff like there, there's gonna be so much go back to lawsuits like, like that there's gonna be so many lawsuits based on however they decide to finish the season um yeah. outside of just playing it and even if you play it the lawsuits that are going to come from the players associations for the guys that don't want to play in that situation blah, blah, blah. like it's there's no there's no good way to end it but if if you're asking me how I think they're going to end it, I think Liverpool, as far as Premier League wise, will be champions whether it's on the field or off. They're they're a game away. Even if they play one game before they cancel it again, if they win their game, it's over anyway. So um, they should be crowned champions. They dominated the season. It was, it was a fantastic season. God, if you're listening, Jimmy really needs his save uh, his soul saved, and you will. He's ready to avoid. go. Home. You will avoid the season and come into his heart. <laughs> oh, God in heaven. All right, I think we're I think we're about at rant time, boys. So Jimmy yeah. had an interesting dialogue there. Do we have any specific rants? Because I think that'd be a perfect way to wrap things up for once. <laughs> Anything? I'll, I'll go then. I'll read. Uh, this is a red maple. I bought some red maple seeds, Japanese maple seeds on Amazon. And in the package, this is two years ago I bought them, but I've saved this little note. And I just want to read the note. And this is this is just a, a, a really entrepreneurial spirit, but I just love the translation, so I have to read it. Dear friend, this parcel include order number. Hope our seed bring you happy life and good luck. It will be appreciated if you could leave us five stars for this order. Your satisfaction is really important to us. Please kindly note, if you order different colors of same variety, the seed looks same, but when blooming, flowers are different colors. If you have any problem, we sincerely beg you don't leave bad feedback directly. It will destroy our store. Please contact (laughs) us for solution. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's my rant. It was sitting at my desk. So, so what? So what? Did you leave them a five star review? I did. Uh, okay. None of the All seeds right, have come up you, yet, but. Oh come they, on, man! You got at least they, like. Although, they can, were they supposed to? Gotcha. It will destroy our store. <laughs> now they can survive, Bradley. Thank you for your review. Like you. I'm just, you know, we're all in this together. You know, we're all in this together. 
Jim. Yes, uh, I got I got a rant. I got a rant. Uh, came across the one this one man on Twitter making a very brave stand. He said, "I for one will not be watching the Bundesliga." <coughs> yeah. <sighs> I won't do it because I'm more righteous than you all. And I say to him, "Fuck you." I'm going to enjoy this weekend of soccer. I'm going to watch Bundesliga games, and no one will stop me. Do I think it will last? I don't know. They might get a bunch of coronavirus cases, and I agree that they should shut down and be safe and everything. But if it's going on, my my watching it does nothing to do whether it's going to keep going. So I'm going to watch it. And sorry, man, just be depressed with nothing to watch or nothing to do and then continue to watch nothing except your ugly fat wife going to sleep every single night. <laughs> Jimmy, how are you going to follow that up, man? Eric Dyer is a fine young man. Oh, that's nice. End quote. Yeah.